Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the SmackDown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by another one of the Dudley Boys. <laughs> Michael Hamlet from What Culture. To look ahead to tonight's episode of Frana SmackDown. But before we get into it, <laughs> do any bollocks you like. But sometimes you point to me for something that's like. No, no, there's, there's no obvious noise for that. Oh, Daddy boy, we've got kids, haven't we? We've got kids, we watch wrestling. What, what else have we got in common? I play football. I can drink at the weekend. I like SmackDown. Yeah. This is all the same, in a way. Uh, we did daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, well, oh, not only Christ, reviews, catchphrase coming later, stay tuned. Uh, not only review uh, SmackDown, but also man, uh, the show for me, known as NXT, but... Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. The money quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, uh, join Michael Hamflet for the uh, award-winning SmackDown preview podcast. Yes. Looking ahead to tonight's show and all the fallout from Crown Jewel. Indeed, the best uh, catchphrase in the 2023 Podley Awards, and I expect more over the coming years. Thanks, well. Brian. About time, uh, Brian, and all the team at the Podley Awards caught <laughs> up with our greatness. Yeah, like... Crown Jewel, I already in the rear view. I can't believe we talked about this on the Raw uh, review. Like, I can't believe we're this close to Survivor Series. Yeah, like, anyway, yeah. Like, and just it's got me just thinking, like, what a comeback! Like, if you go year to year, like last year's Survivor Series, we were all super hyped for it. it was like War Games, mm-hmm. Triple H had gotten his his thing on the PLE calendar when he'd had to previously confine it to NXT. Like, what a year! Like, what a comeback! WWE has made this year. Like, I'd say it's probably, like, one of the best comebacks of all time. Mm. Will Bourne, like, I certainly can't think of any comebacks, like, from the last week that are as exciting. Like, especially, like, you know, when you, like, say it all aloud, like, it's been, like, a long, hot summer. Like, but, like, at this point, like, if you just take War Games, for example, like, they've got a whole lot of history, right? And that's just the men. Like, I wouldn't have even suggested, like, a Women's War Games on SmackDown a couple of months ago, but the booking's been the loving kind lately. <laughs> but, oh, no, 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 I know what people are thinking. By the way, like, if you're some sort of old pervert like Jerry Lawler, this isn't sexy. No, no, no. This is all out war. Like, Kyrie Sane appears to have a completely different type of chemistry with Eo Sky than Bailey. You wouldn't even think that 2020 beatdown would even be remembered. But then, talking this enthusiastically about WWE still feels like something new. Like, like, sorry, I know, like, this is uh, sort of going off topic a little bit here, but we don't even preview the other show anymore. Like, unlike Rampage, where nobody sees the show, <laughs> my, 
my kids will wake me up on a Saturday morning for this one. Like, I know it's the market leader, so what I'm saying isn't exactly the sound of the underground, but you take no good advice if you don't turn into WWE right now. <laughs> it's so hot right now that I can understand why wrestlers might jump from AW to come back over here. Like, over there, life got cold. It happened many years ago. But the appeal to the wrestlers, like, from us, is that, like, We'll stand by you. Like, we will on all of the reviews, in fact, wherever you get your podcast. Sorry, I know we just want to talk about SmackDown. I get all tangled up when I bang on about the Fed being so great. There's some people I probably just sound like some sort of love machine for the company. But then, like, I've watched it all these years. I sometimes wonder if it was just part of my biology from birth, to be honest. Like, the Survivor Series build, man, it's just like, oh, God. It's something kind of amazing. Something kind of mad. Something kind of ooh. Something kind of ooh la la. Sorry, I can't speak French. But I'll let the funky wrestling do the talking. Walk this way. Hey, listeners, we'll try and call the shots for another cracking week on SmackDown, and that's the promise. Michael Hamlet there, the one true voice talking <laughs> on WWE. Follow Mac right up to the fair. Do you think the American fans have got any of that? Or? I freaking hope not. <laughs> if they don't, get on our level like Girls Aloud did back in the mid-2000s. Oh. And will again in 2020 goddamn four. I didn't realise the lad baby thing as well. That got I, me very excited. I've put two and two together there and potentially made 26 because they might just release the song Girls Loud any day now. Yeah. But imagine if somebody stopped. Like, you have to be really careful criticising lad baby because some of the money goes to charity. But most Obviously, of, that's fantastic. Mostly it goes to them. You could just, do, just donate. Yeah. <laughs> just donate. Like, if you want to support charities, food banks, everything, do that. It's class. Just don't do it by buying lad baby song. Uh, Why did you bring up Girls Loud, by the way? I was just excited about another another hot episode of the Blue Brand. I mean, I'll happily talk Girls Aloud, but I didn't really want to derail it away from wrestling, and mm. you seem to have done that. Catchphrase coming later. Stay tuned. Um, well, I, I suppose the big thing tonight is the rumours of a return for AJ Styles. Yeah, I, I thought they were going to do AJ Styles and Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel. I've got my concerns still that uh, LA Knight... Uh, could present some problems around Royal Rumble season. I don't know if they've wanted to beat him now to explain to everybody subtly where his level is and that come Royal Rumble season, get behind Cody, guys. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's this tactical sort of thing. Like, strike while the iron is hot, go with LA Knight, give people that feeling of, yes, we are doing something with him. We have we see the trajectory he's on, and we're going to push him all the way to the top, even though he can't win the title. I'd have done that at the Rumble rather than having him enter the Rumble because I do have genuine concerns. If if the defeat makes people fight for him even more, you might find yourself with a little bit of a babyface battle there. I think you can play with it quite nicely because I think I'd have Logan eliminate him from the Rumble. That's probably the move, term to, to have him dethrone you because that's heat that people already hate Logan Paul for obvious yes. reasons. Although you know, when I saw the uh, photo of him with the United States title in the shower, oh my god! <laughs> oh, I wish I was the United States Championship. <laughs> but AJ Styles now feels like he fits as a Royal Rumble challenger. Yeah. Because Roman, as far as we know, is done with WWE. He broke, <laughs> he's broken for Christmas holidays. Must be nice. He's already on the island of relevancy. Completely Billy Bollico, as we know. Yeah. Um, so that's him for 2023. They play really nice with this, though, in terms of like, you haven't got Roman and Jimmy Uso's like, don't worry, guys, I'm here. Yeah. That's what I want. Like, I just... But the thing is, right, I don't know, like, the American listeners will forgive me when I don't pick up... Uh, like the bloodline, like the sporting analogies later, don't they? Bottom of the third was Paul Heyman kind of kicking oh, yeah. off. Jimmy's talking about running the play. Like, I want to say that's a football thing. Yeah. Is that right? But or like, a back in it. Like a quarterback in it, of course, right? Yeah. So it's not basketball, is it? 
No, that's good because like AJ Styles has seen some basketball before and he thinks the ball's flat. <laughs> so like he doesn't understand how anybody's able to bounce it or dunk it. Uh, AJ running through Jimmy, running through Solo. Um, that weird storyline thing where <laughs> Anderson and Gallows are like, what are you getting involved that for? <laughs> We're not coming to wrestle. Yeah. What are you getting us in fights for? Like that wasn't dropped cold. It was very much the bloodline have put AJ on the shelf and he's one day going to come back and get his revenge. Mm-hmm. He's probably the Rumble opponent. Was he going to tag with Cena at Fastlane? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's probably the Rumble opponent, isn't he? Probably, yeah. It feels like the match. I like, like that. AJ and Roman had a kind of, at this point, cult classic run in 2016. The only period of Roman's babyface Cult classic, not bestseller, to circle back to something we did a few weeks back. Sometimes we talk about wrestling on these podcasts. You won't find him in Alta Vista. <laughs> you won't find anything on there anymore. <laughs> Well, we don't even find what culture podcasts. And you can find them f***ing everywhere. <laughs> you can find them on YouTube. You can find them wherever you get your podcasts. And you can find them live in Newcastle on November 21st. Huh? I'm not saying that to plug because I ain't got nothing to plug, brother. No. We're all out of tickets. But hopefully we'll get some stuff on YouTube. And sorry the sorry for the technical problems on our YouTube channel yesterday. Yeah, we're really, really sorry about that. We're not, Should we tell uh, them what actually happened? Uh, yeah, I think so. I like, I'd like to keep an open and honest discourse with... Uh, obviously, we haven't got Adam Nicholas this week. He's off enjoying his holidays. Our beloved producer. Yeah. Very much the fourth man of the four that make up this channel. We won't see the Geordies in Dortmund, I believe, on Tuesday I'll night. I'll have to ask him how that went from when he gets back. But um, obviously, yeah, short-staffed. So what we've been doing in the interim is just doing the, the, the basic camera setup where you can see all three of us, yeah. or four of us, when Stack shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you had to go under the desk. Yeah, I just like a car mechanic, like on one of them little trailers, weren't you, like getting under there fixing it. So obviously we haven't got someone keeping an eye on that, mm. and we're thick when it comes to technical stuff. Yeah. So uh, the thing we're using to record on is just filled up. <laughs> yeah, really sorry about that. Like, shout out to Phil Chambers, Thanks, who Phil. we're very grateful made some of the edit fun... Uh, if you watched it all the way through, you're the sickos and we love you all the yeah. more. Thank you. Please. Uh, and we'll be live. Please be assured it won't happen again. We'll be live and in living colour this afternoon on uh, Wrestle Culture. Yeah. Got a very special song and quiz. I like it when I'm you excited. Wrestle Culture. Um, but yes, uh, what were we talking about? Smackdown. <laughs> Smackdown, yeah. And Survivor Series, the implications off the back of everything. Obviously, uh, Jim Uso helped Roman retain. So I would like a bit. Maybe they just filmed something in Saudi of Jimmy going, you know. Acknowledge me, my yeah. tribal chief. And also, let's not forget, obviously, AJ may target Solo Sokoa mm-hmm. off the back of what happened, but he did just retire John Cena, basically. I We talked a lot about how you could go either way with this Solo Sokoa John Cena thing. I think both of us were leaning on Roman starting to doubt Solo's yeah. uh, credibility. But I'm just as excited for this way. I think I, I think we said that in the preview. I, like There were interesting avenues to explore. And I guess now with Roman off... Is it, have WWE created the situation here where you've basically got a super credible killer Mm. of a destroyer that has just presented you with the best possible argument for, well, the tribal chief's away. I will be the acting tribal chief, right, in Solo Sokoa. And then there's Jimmy Uso, who already thinks he's the acting tribal chief. Oh, my God. That's fun. I I like that. But in competing to be the acting tribal chief... Does the real one, when he returns in January, be like, wait a second, like, whose shoes do you think you're walking in here? Mm. Like, th- like, thanks for, in inverted commas, holding down SmackDown. By the way, how did War Games go? Because they'll probably lose that. By the way, how did this go? Yeah, do they factor into War Games? Do they include themselves into it? They've got four on four right now already. I don't know. I don't know if we were given a blue herring on that uh, oh. closer of SmackDown a few weeks ago when the Judgment Day and 
the bloodline came together. I would very much like uh, fifth, yeah, fifth men to be either teased as on the night surprises or who's going to be coming in for that last spot. I think there's so much intrigue on the babyface side. I would like Kevin Owens to really want the spot. Mm-hmm. I would like Drew McIntyre to be asked <laughs> by both sides. I think that's the move. Seth on Raw put over Drew McIntyre, theoretically drawing a line under Drew's complaints. Yeah. Like a babyface world champion, acknowledge that you did, like tried really hard, but I was the better man on the night. And well done for not going with the judgment. I I was wrong to doubt you, Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would welcome you into our camp at Survivor Series. Meanwhile, over there on SmackDown, Kevin Owens is going to be ringing Sammy's ear and going, tag me in. Yeah. Like, I'll work, like, I'm pretty good as a surprise entry <laughs> war games, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But like, tag me in. Uh, so that builds to potentially a bit of friction between Zane and Owens if you want to go down that route. So I would like, I think there's lots of intrigue to be made out of each team having a mystery fifth man. And... Jimmy doing that, like, sort of, I'm here, and then Solo just putting one hand in front of him. I'm doing this. Yeah. Like, I've got the Jays going in that cage. If you think you're stopping me, you, you clown, are stopping me getting in, you've got another thing coming. Like, yeah, that's like, good. Something along those, like, I would like, I'd, we don't know, all fantasy booking this. They could just have their team set four and four, but I'd like there to be extra people here. I also would like Jimmy Uso to do the full Roman Reigns gimmick. And uh, a bit like the roar after WrestleMania that we were at, where they were like, "We'll save that for the end because that's the that's the popper." Oh god! As he's about to finish by saying, "Wherever they are tonight, I haven't looked." <laughs> a- acknowledge me. He gets uh, phenomenal forearm in the goddamn face. That's why you bring. That's how you bring AJ Styles back. I would like that. Like AJ, don't well. have him touch Solo Sokoa yet. No, like AJ for all he is AJ Styles, and I think that in itself is the is the tea. Mm-hmm. Right. Like at this point, I've been watching AJ Styles. Like, if you discount the Nitro stuff in the very dying days of WCW, I've been watching AJ Styles be AJ Styles for 21 years. It's an unbelievable run. Like, TNA, when he first exploded, then he was doing the Indies and Ring of Honor. Cody's dream match I saw when he was doing, like, a little thing with Stone Cold. You know, he's, like, 60 yeah. second. Undertaker wanted him, if you remember. Like, in a proper match before they had to do the... Meme's the great, though, isn't it? On your met, yeah. Um, but the WWE run, like, I'm glad he got his, his bag people say mm. um, but i wouldn't say there's loads of matches to hang your hat on roman reigns like were a couple of them like the roman reigns in 2016's yeah. title matches were two of them uh, yeah I, that was the moment where you were like maybe this isn't gonna be so bad after all they're not gonna kill him this is gonna be yeah <laughs> and then he obviously wins about late that year so i would happily see them go back to it i'd love to see how this roman reigns this heel meandering tribal chief roman reigns match can be mixed with the mega high energy blockbuster stuff of 2016, so like I, I think they can really get me for this one. But you do need to, uh, you've got two months to make AJ feel like a contender because he's just sort of existed there for so long. What about a uh, phenomenal Superman punch as well? Oh my god! Yeah, I just sorry. I uh, I know we like to keep it very serious and wrestling based on yes. SmackDown preview, but I. As we started, I discovered a pack of love hearts in my pocket. I wonder what that rustling was. Yeah, sorry if anybody picked that up on the microphone. I was trying to open it quietly. But um, this is quite ridiculous. <laughs> As we, uh, you let me on the news today, and I was allowed to ask, what's in the box? Yeah. Right, and I was picking, and I got a real joy out of it. And I thought, this is, oh, this has got my senses. Like, I want that feeling of improv mm-hmm. yet again. So I opened the love hearts quietly, and... I thought, I wonder if there's anything funny to be mined from literally the first love heart that I take out of the packet. 
and then maybe we'll just keep going along. Do the Americans podcast. get love hearts? They are for American listeners. Thank you. What a broadcast pro you are. Hey? Reset, reset, Hamlet. The uh, American listeners love hearts are a very traditional uh, British suite that have messages of love, like "I love you." You would give them to be mine. Be mine. Uh, you have my heart. Very literally, take this suite. It's you know, it's got a, like a message of love on it. Um, P.S. I love you. <laughs> it's like you've wrote, you've wrote them the love letter and then you give them the suite. Sometimes I, I like. Sometimes you get ones that say, "Dynasty Makers." I haven't had them, but I believe you. They've really diversified in recent years, right? And uh, I can make the rustling noise now because I'm not doing it subtly. So, for example, ah, oh, perfect, right? I've just looked at one here. It says, "I love you." Yeah, like I love one. you too, mate. Route one. Uh, Route one. Uh, you know why I love you, Will Bomb? Because you're perfect. Right? There's another one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, you know. Another reason why I love you because very much in a work context, and I guess I'm speaking on behalf of me and Cedric here. You're mine, right? <laughs> uh, what else we got? What else we got? What else we got? They're nearly done That's all like of them. How, you, how WWE used to write promos? Yeah, pretty much. See, this is where they're diversified because this doesn't help. Like what Love Hearts haven't thought about is that some might be reading them out on a podcast. Thanks, Love Hearts, because this one is literally just a happy face and a heart, right? So again, <laughs> I like that one. Kids have changed like the emojis are, are words too. Ah, um, oh, this is a good one. I like this. In 2017, I got my dream job, uh, coming into work every day at What Culture. Me and Sid would write and write and write. That written on there. This isn't all on here. Some of it's on the back. <laughs> In 2017, got to write really small on this one. This one, I do genuinely think is part of our relationship because I think like you came in maybe six months after and like we've got a broadcast professional in our ranks and we've got two where <laughs> and we've got two complete dweebs that for all the right reasons the bosses were never going to let anyone near a camera or a microphone <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to kill the channel and then the broadcast professional was like this I, this I got one. two words for you smackdown synopsis <laughs> and it was meant to be <laughs> right <laughs> I got two left over I'm going to save the best for last because I really do think you're fab but I swear to God, Stop. on my children's lives, on my beautiful wife and children's lives, I opened the packet. Yeah. And I was like, come on, love heart, give me a bit. Give me a bit. We never normally have bits on this uh-huh. program. Give, <laughs> give me one bit. And I'm going to ask you, I'm not going to read this one out. I'm simply going to hand this to you. I want you to turn it over and I want you to read it out to the listeners in any way you see fit, any intonation. Mm-hmm. It's upside down, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How is that a love heart? <laughs> that, that icebreaker? I can only assume the good people at Love Hearts are listeners. Yeah. So, uh, Joining the likes of Lean Gate Valves, of course. Legends at Lean Gate Valves. Every Friday they get the shout out. If you're going out this weekend and you've got any valve needs and you're in the Chesterfield area, get yourself to Lean Gate Valves. I don't think there's valves and also, anywhere better. Get yourself three points against Barnet, hopefully. Indeed. Chesterfield. Uh, what's your plan for the weekend? Uh, I'm getting absolutely dangerously drunk. Um <laughs> This ah. is not uh, an endorsement nope. of drinking to excess. I just do it do sometimes. Everything. Do everything responsibly. Yeah, do whatever makes you happy. Do uh, keep yourself responsible. I am going to a. Um, it's great these. I've been to a couple of these before. It's a, a new young thing the kids are into. Go on. Where like eight venues in a city host bands all day, Ooh. and you buy one ticket, and it's like a really affordable ticket, and it's like twenty five quid. But that's any and all gigs you want to go to got this like wristband or a ticket on your phone or whatever and yeah you just i've done in. something similar in nottingham called dot to dot right yeah, yeah. The, the tenement trail in glasgow was the first one i ever did there's typically like a big band uh that headlines yeah take a take a wild stab at the guest the band that might have been headlining the first time i ever did this <laughs> was it the cribs you nailed it in one uh but it got me into doing this as a thing it's a great way to uh, like just hit a load of bars in one day in a city uh the first band i'm really into seeing 
are about half past two in the afternoon mm. and the last band I'm keen to see are at 11 at night <laughs> and there's about four in the middle I'm looking forward to. So even if I wasn't trying to drink the blackout, like ju- just even a pint in every pub, yeah. you're in trouble and I can't wait to get in trouble. <laughs> uh, called, it's called, I think it's sold out now so they don't need a plug for me but it's called Waves in Sunderland and I love it because you don't always get to go to all of these bars, so there's money in their tills. A lot of, like it's a lot of smaller bands because yeah. it's a low cost yeah. event, so they're getting amazing exposure. Um, Big Fat Big, I'm going to shout out them specifically. They're the band I'm most excited about. Awesome, and a very uh, mid 2010s free radio band uh, headlining. Who I'm not there for, but I'll probably stick around for. Everything, everything. Oh my god! Am I taking you to the distant past? I love that tune. Yeah. Yeah, right. that'd be awesome. I'm expecting uh, voice notes on Saturday night. Oh boy, uh, maybe I'll add. I won't. Add. <laughs> I was going to say. You might uh, to listeners and you. You might. You can get voice notes on a Saturday. You might not get a voice on Monday. <laughs> I haven't done one of them Madge Bishop podcasts for a while. <laughs> Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops if we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, returning to SmackDown, um, off the back of, uh, well, being effectively a Jimmy Uso away from becoming world champion. Yep. L.A. Knight. Yeah. Back in action. Mm-hmm. Getting the old rubber. <laughs> rub. I don't need that anymore. Off uh, Grayson Bloody Waller because they've been going back and forth on social media and mm. uh, the general manager of SmackDown, I've forgotten what his name is. Uh, SmackDown Cashphrase. Stay tuned. Good. Um, said, sell this in the ring, you two. I like this. A good way to get back on track, I reckon. It is. It's a and could factor in Kevin Owens and chin in. Austin this Deere, is it, right? Isn't it like a straightforward win for uh, LA Knight here? Yeah. And Austin Theory and uh, Grayson Waller in a tag team match against Owens and Knight is only television. That's all it is. But it's a nice use of these characters right now. If I'm LA Knight, I want to get in that War Games match too. I want something big at the Survivor Series. I want to keep the, the train on the tracks before the Royal Rumble when, if you're a wrestler, that's where you should be locked in. And I don't know, like, how will... I think the most interesting thing here is how will fans take LA Knight? How will he style out a big loss to Roman Reigns? Is he going to want some revenge on Jimmy Uso? Is he going to... Mm-hmm. Like, he can't make excuses. Everybody loses to bloodline cheating. Mm-hmm. He can't, like... He can't be stupid. Like, I should have seen this coming. What I loved about the booking of that finish, by the way, was that at the sniff of Jimmy Uso getting back involved, 
because he's already tried to take him out once. And yeah. then it was Jimmy Uso just recovering enough to put the foot on the rope. What did Ellen Knight do? He got straight back out there and put his ass to a table. Yeah. That is the, I will deal with this problem. I'm not, like, he cannot be an excuse. I will deal with the problem. So I thought. I spear through the barricade. Oh my God. Yeah, not it even, happens all the time. You're not even taking a piss. It was good. Yeah. It was really good. Just so, it was well timed more yeah. than anything, I suppose. Well we see it a lot. Well shot. Uh, so I liked how they handled Ellie Knight. I think they gave him the most possible and credible agency. So I hope that the fans are still with him. Yeah, I think they will be. And he wins this. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, or, pitch for you, because okay. this just popped into my head. What is going on up here? <laughs> uh, as you say, you've got uh, A-10, Dan Ander. Mm-hmm. Awesome team. Got to keep them strong for Perth, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm not even taking the piss there. They should probably be bubbling under around January, February time. What if? Okay. You remember, uh, cast your mind back, when they just made a tag team called Apple or something? Yeah, what was that? Like, Morella, oh, Henry, yeah. Brian, was he in there? Yeah. Um, and so, see if we can turn... Cuff, not Kofi Kingston. Oh, maybe Kofi Kingston. Apple tag team. I just remember doing that on a list. Like a stable, wouldn't they? Okay. Uh, allied people powered by loathing everything. Loathing everything. <laughs> Mark Henry. Mark Henry. Santina Morella. Santina Morella. Kofi Kingston. No Kofi. <sighs> Vladimir Kozlov. No. Bri- uh, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. One more. Evan Bourne. There he is. Yeah. Debuted April 11th, 2011. Disbanded April 11th, 2011. <laughs> but, uh, they, they like to have fun with names mm-hmm. and have just, you know, using my big old brain, just yep. put a team together. So you've got on one side, forget, forget Austin Theory, think of Grayson Waller. What is Grayson Waller? If he was a, if he, if you can identify him, other than like a big, great show host, and yep. uh, what's one of his most identifying characteristics? Influencer. And in terms of... MMA national, fighter. So I forgot Golden Gloves one. boxer. Loudmouth. In terms of like more... Uh, 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 Shagger. Background. Sorry, these were, sorry, these were all gimmicks. <laughs> In terms of... Australian. There we go. Thank you. So, on one side, Austin Theory, yeah, that's yeah. not important. Stuck with him. bit yeah. I'm about to do. Austin Theory and Grayson Waller yeah. versus the team of LA Knight and Kevin Owens, or, as I'd put it, KO and LA, or K-O-A-L-A. Koala! <laughs> team Koala! You know what the worst thing is, right? Uh, I sort of, I sensed it coming as you were going along because I was like, K-O-L-A, go. Tim Koala's brilliant, and I'll tell you more reasons than you've just laid out why. Remember Kevin Owens' zoo enthusiast? Yes. Right? And they both got chlamydia, of course. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't. It's just a joke, guys. Could someone make a picture, though, of uh, K-O and L-A with their... Like a picture of a koala with their face on, please. <laughs> yeah, the, this week's bull <laughs> Photoshop. <laughs> Team Koala. And have me and Wilbur on there for some reason. Yeah, we're like, like the zookeepers holding it. Yeah. It's <laughs> 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 like catchphrase it's, it's, coming it's, it's entertaining. It's informative. Yeah. It also challenges you this podcast, and that's why it's award winning. You've just basically compared us to the BBC. It's like, like it's the Blue Peter of podcasts. It's, it's blue, all right. <laughs> <laughs> And not just because it's covering SmackDown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you were going to say something. No, I think, I, I, think completely I think I had something on pandas, but like Gargano and Owens uh? and panda stuff. Yeah. So this can be koala because the same. Like, <laughs> um, 
Kyrie Sane's back. Yes. This, all right. I know we've pissed about a bit here. Have we? Right. But these last two points, I am, shoot, so excited about how they follow this up tonight. Because we got the thing that we've been banging the drum for for about six months now mm. that has been low-key one of WWE's best storylines. Yeah. That people are going to go, hmm, where's this come from? And having to lean through I X think, and I punch them in will. the face. You've seen the, the ratings? You've seen the attendance? Yeah, maybe. Shout out to Hugo. Sent me just, I, I love that Hugo did this for us. Long-time listener. Great interactions on X. Uh, just sent me an attendance from WrestleTix for like a January SmackDown. Like another like 11 grand. Like, thoughts on this? Like, well, absolutely fantastic. I'm not at all surprised. Keep keep sending them. I like reading SmackDown attendances there. I said it. Uh, That's one of my love languages, SmackDown crowds. But before we get to the LWO, and a match scheduled for tonight's show, I should say, um, Kyrie Sane, obviously, as I said, returned uh, at Crown Jewel to mm. help uh, EO Sky retain against Bianca Belair, which should be great news for Damage Kataral. Yep. Couldn't tell that from Bailey's face, though. And nor should you. No. I cannot believe. I referenced this in the intro. That's why I couldn't understand why you were brought up girls Sorry, are, yes. girls allowed. Um I could not believe that the commentary went straight like my brain went straight to, oh yeah, the Bailey and Kyrie Sane attack. But commentary hasn't allowed with my brain for twenty friggin' years. Like I could not believe they referenced that. Mm-hmm. Like and for Bailey to clearly not be in on the the attack was one thing. Yeah. For me, the moment with a capital M was the look EO gave her when she hit her by mistake. That kind of, oh well, I'm kind of starting to hate you. Yeah. So actually that was quite cathartic. Like a real, what was the uh, the Mox thing on Shooter? The cold, dead-eyed stare. Yes. Like she just gave her this cold, dead-eyed stare of, I didn't even want you out here. So you're a casualty of this. Listen here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see what he's dropping? He plants some seeds here. Soon they're going to sprout. They're going to sprout big, wacky way before I'm playing Tube Man crops. Um, yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. I feel like finally with Kyrie Sane just rocking back up, we can make a bit of sense of the damage Kataral dissension. Remember at friggin' Backlash, maybe the best WWE show of the year 2023, maybe, mm-hmm. when EO Sky was getting those monstrous responses against, it was Bianca again, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And Bailey again came out and wasn't supposed to. And Dakota Kai was there being like, she didn't really want us. Bailey comes out and interferes, and in the end, it kind of costs. Yeah. Um, like inadvertently, of course, but it costs EO Sky the match. Back then, it was like, right, well, like, Bailey's making all the mistakes, and like, EO's getting over as a baby face. So, like, this doesn't work. What you're doing doesn't work. They, yeah. should, they should fall out. It's, they've fixed it. Yeah. Tick, tick, tick. They've fixed it. Like, Kyrie Sane comes out, you see their union, you see Bailey's face, and you're like, well, great. 2015 Bailey's coming back, and uh, I think I'm just going to die of suffocation because I just want to, like, just completely, like, compress so much WWE on my face. <laughs> but, like, I can't breathe anymore because all I'm breathing is pure, unfiltered fed. <laughs> and I'm going to be found dead but with a massive smile on my face. Yeah. Like, Bailey's coming back. Ba- Bailey and the, bu- and the Bailey buddies and the, and the music and the side pony. And the, like, Bailey's the, coming back, dot, 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 and the Sky Pirates. Sky Pirates are coming back. Uh, do you remember Takeover New York? Um, I mean, I yeah. I've scratched my... Yeah. Remember the freaking uh, Invisible Baseball... Uh, spot from the four-way in Take of New York and just like like uh, Bianca Belair did they're blowing the kisses and then like just caught one pitched it as a baseball and knocked it into like Rosa. Oh. I was like oh my god like you know remember you know members Triple H members and he friggin hates that like 
and yeah, like just one by one by one, killed all his faves. And he's like, my show now, I'm bringing them all back. I'm going to do what I want with them. And Dakota Kai being made to choose. And lest we forget that maybe Dakota Kai's greatest night in her business was a heel turn at War Games. Oh, yeah. Um, all of a sudden, the SmackDown Women's Division has been saying through the last few weeks actually feels like it's might there might actually be stories going on yeah like with charlotte flair's return that isn't just i don't need you anymore money in the back briefcase i just get a title shot whenever i want bianca belair has like suffered quite a damaging defeat despite returning with all this momentum feels like there might be brewing up a war games here like there's this on smackdown there's the chaos of the like basically this sort of Nia Jax is back causing problems. Nobody can beat Rhea Ripley. Nobody's Natalia's friend. There's two separate war games mm-hmm. feuds that you could mash together here for another women's war game. Yeah, sure, I should mention Shotzi and Charlotte pinned the tag champs last week. Like, that's a thing. Yeah. Uh, the champions, like, are great at the moment. Chelsea Green and Piper Niven are cooking. Uh, I'll tell you who else is cooking, but in a cauldron. Uh, oh, yeah. The acu- what was their actual undertaking? The Unholy Union. The Unholy Union. Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Call them by the proper name now. The Unholy Union you've been cooking in the cauldron. <laughs> so, like, there are enough characters with enough overlapping motivations here to hoy eight to ten of them in a cage. And I never would have thought that about that. Like, the, I love... Uh, WWE pretending that they've got parity and pretending they've got equality genuinely because I just think often the women deliver more in the big spots than the men. Mm-hmm. Like I can think of women's Royal Rumbles. I think the women's war games of 2019 is yeah. the best WWE war games match ever. Um, EO Sky put a bin on her head once. Like <laughs> I, ju- I just think often like the women, given the chances, do, I think some of the women's chambers have far outstripped mm-hmm. some of the men's ones. Have you ever spoken about Shayna Baszler's Elimination Chamber? No, I might have to give up my watch. Is that in the... Like, I know that'd be on the network, but is there anywhere in any of the podcast archives that I can find any one of us talking about? It isn't. I'm not sure if you search hard enough. Come to mind. Yeah, so I'm, I'm all in favour. I wouldn't have wanted it because I wouldn't have thought, don't force this, you've not got a division in place. I think they do. I, I, don't, know, I don't know how it's happened. I think they do. I think, I think they're good to go. Yeah, really excited to see what they do with Kyrie Sane being back now in an alignment with the US guy. Rumours of like a new stable forming. Yeah. Like I saw at the start of this week as well. So like out of the embers of a burnt up damaged Kataro, we'll see. Excited. Finally, uh, as one new stable is created, perhaps one comes to an end. Tonight on the show, one of the only things that's really been advertised uh, prior to them announcing the LA uh, Grayson Waller match Mm -hmm. on socials overnight uh, was a grudge match, of course, between Bobby Lashley and Carlito. But we've got to factor in the bigger picture here surrounding the LWO because Logan Paul's the new United States champion. I wouldn't have him on this show. I'd have him doing a US championship tour and put up all those images that he put on social media where he's like having a cigar, sleeping with the belt, <laughs> showering with the belt. Oh my God. <laughs> all that. He's another one of those bloody champions who's not there every week. He's too big for all this. But he has absolute rippers every single time he's in the ring. I think he's absolutely phenomenal. Was chatting with one of our own, Cy, Cy White. And... Talking about the, potentially Logan being a world champion next year, and I, I can't really disagree with her about that one. No, I mean, I think even from Logan Paul's debut, there was this feeling that, like, he's got something more than the celebrity wrestlers that learn to do moves. It's great now that the celebrity bar has been raised so high that if you're not doing a 450, you're not trying. Like, I love Lawrence Taylor, Bam Bam Bigelow as much as the next man, but they basically said, learn a forearm, try not to run out of breath. And, yes. And the Bam will get you through it, you know. 
the bar has been raised so high that... I was Logan, thinking about that with Shaq and Big Show the other day. Yeah, randomly. like Logan Paul, of course, has got these like springs in his boots and he's like watching his Hangman Page tapes and he's doing all this stuff that like... And it, like he's in incredible shape as well. But uh, he sort of wants clearly to... Because he knows himself so well as this arsehole. <laughs> he wants clearly to make sure that translates into wrestling because it's not just this given. Like, it should come across. Turn mm-hmm. yourself up to 11, that whole thing. But it doesn't always. So he's had to work at that. And it's that that's really impressive. I think he's getting the space between stuff down. Didn't love the Rey Mysterio match, but I'm banging to the potential of this reign. I think he needs to be around a bit more. I, yeah. don't, I don't think you can do the Roman Reigns thing twice with no, two singles no, champions. No. Yeah, he's got to be around before... 2024. But I would like to spring forth from this to tie Logan to Carlito versus Bobby Lashley. I would very much like um, Rey Mysterio now to be the one to, like, let's say um, Lashley wins tonight because I think Lashley and the Street Profits could do with the upward momentum yeah, from yeah, this yeah. and Carlito can take the loss. The LWO having to do a bit of soul searching. They've lost the title. Carlito's lost. Um, and Rey Mysterio is the one because he's not dumb. He's naive. And he's too forgiving, and he's caring, but he's not dumb. Just an accident that Santos left the brass knocks on the ring. He needs to flag that up. He needs to say, "Look, thanks so much for coming out and helping." Like, but that was sort of a unforced error, shall mm. we say? That was like, I really appreciate you disarming him, but in the end, you armed Logan, which was worse than the first guy having the knocks. And uh, he's like, "You're right, Ray. Uh, like, and I'll make right what I've done wrong. I'm gonna win back the United States title." Oh, my God. And Ray, even behind the mask, pulls a bit of a face. Yeah. That's a bit off, but all right, I'll support you in this endeavor. And uh, Santos has come out full short, of course, against Logan Paul, and that's this cool TV feud or uh, Survivor Series or even a December PLE title match. I'd have uh, Logan versus Ray rematch at Survivor Series. Yeah. Where, because of what happened before, Mm. they say... The general manager, I can't remember his name is, of SmackDown, says, mm-hmm. you know what? He's always bloody getting those podcast arseholes out. So you can have someone in your corner, Ray. You can have someone from the LWO in your corner, just in case. Yeah. And he does the Lonely Island, Carlito. Aye. He picks Apple because he thinks he's getting a four-person stable from 2011, <laughs> but he actually gets Carlito. <laughs> yeah. And Santa says, that's not cool. <laughs> I'm going to spit in your face. And Santos costs him at Survivor Series. But in the interim, I like that as a... As a yeah, but this is going to be one of the greatest storyline heel turns in recent memory for me. I th- think this has been plotted out so beautifully. There's so much lore and LTST to this that basically um, real ones will be able to trace this back to Smojo versus Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania 35. Oh, my God. But I uh, don't think I need to go into too many more details oh, on yeah, that. Maybe he wins the title back at Survivor Series. No. It's exciting. It's exciting to think about, like, because we've said it before, we're in the when, not if period of the Santos Escobar Rey Mysterio split, aren't we? Like, it's the cool bit now. It's the, when's it going to, when's this other shoe going to drop? This is horrifying. I feel sick. I feel sick, lads. Yeah. Like, so I cannot wait. Really, really looking forward to that. And looking forward to SmackDown tonight. Let us know your thoughts uh, ahead of tonight's show on X at What Culture WWE. Watch, they can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at. And not just for general takes on wrestling. It's for the SmackDown preview. SmackDown catchphrase, because this show, Will Bourne, has got all this and so much more. Nick Aldis, that's his name. It's that one. You keep forgetting. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, stay tuned for next week's SmackDown catchphrase. At Michael Hamflet. <laughs> Follow me at Adam Wilborn. That's where you need to send the images of me, Hamflet, and uh, two koala bears that look like Oh, 
oh no, we'll get complaints. I just think everyone love heart. Uh, at what culture WWE for all of us? Uh, uh, what culture wrestling wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts? Uh, me and Sid will be here. <laughs> I'm so re- sorry about that. Preview AW Collision uh, and me, Hamlet of will be here later on today for wrestling culture. And we'll be back on Monday, of course, to review SmackDown. But for now, too many. <laughs> now, this has been the SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.